I pick on Jared for most of the episode because he looks like a 90 year old guy who doesn't know how to run a cell phone. And that no, is the official, real. Start. That's the official start of the episode. <laughs> like, I started recording right before that. Well, uh, but like, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Halloween, motherfuckers. Happy Halloween. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is our official Halloween episode. It's been a while since we've recorded. Uh, oh, you got me, Keith, here with my one of my off my co host is Joe. And then we have our first Hello. official guest of the Wobro podcast, my good buddy and longtime best friend, Jared. From all on, say, guys. Say hi to the people, Jared. Hi. So we're, <laughs> we're making fun of Jared a little bit because he's using his phone to do this squadcast <laughs> recording. And it's he can't see us, but we can see him. And he's got the phone right up. Literally, all I can see is his nose. <laughs> His nose. No, out. for real. On my on my end, I can see like my, my face perfectly fine. <laughs> yeah. So on our computers, we can. It's your scrunched, so I can only I can barely see your eyes, and then it's just <laughs> down. And it's, yeah, fucking, it's, it's fucking hilarious. Uh, like so I should I just turn off my camera or something? No, keep it on because oh, it's, it's, it's it's gonna be a running joke for this. It's episode. funny. It's funny. So um. We only have a couple episodes out, so I'm sure listeners know our paranormal episode. That was actually inspired by the original idea for this podcast. And now we have one of the guys that is actually the reason that I have a lot of the stories that I do. Um, that Jackson House story is actually because of this fucker. My uh, sounds so <laughs> official, the Jackson House. It's... It's literally that's, the realest that's, thing. That's, I, the, that's any story we call any story we talk about. It's well, where did this happen? Oh, it happened at the Jackson House. Like, yeah. That's, and the weird thing is, like, um, nothing's happened at that house since they moved out. The bank, the bank, like worked up, like cleaned it up a little bit, and then resold yeah. it. And me and Jared know the girl that moved. Her family moved in. And she's we've told we've told her some of the stories, and she's like, "Yeah, I haven't seen anything." And we're like, "Well, so fucking it, whatever." <clears throat> so whatever it is is followed one of you guys around, right? And I'm it than me. It's me. It's a hundred percent me. I'm right. saying that so, now. <laughs> so I wanted to have Jared on for this as a guest for this episode, and this just kind of worked out perfectly. I wish Don could be here, but he's working on a uh, a Madden tournament. On PlayStation, so Hot needs to grow up. I think they play for money. So he still needs to grow up and get an Xbox. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Jerry, Thank you. you. Have both. Well, I, I do have, have both. Uh, yes. All right. Oh, I used to. So have we figured both, we'd do. No, go ahead. I hated my. I hated my PS. My PlayStation so much. I gave it away for free. So now I just have Xbox, and I'm killing it on Rocket League right now. Hit me oh, up. Oh, I love Rocket League. Oh, dude, I was up till is Rocket is Rocket League crossplay? Yeah, yeah, it's epic. Mm. So same with uh, Joe. <laughs> whatever that other game that we played was, Fortnite. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say Joe. Yeah. Rocket, Rocket League. League. Let's, let's dude, figure something out. I'll play tonight. I'm not that, I'm, I'm not that good, but you don't need to yeah. be good. I'm that good. 
so confident. <laughs> I'm gonna try it. So the plan is to uh, just we're gonna start doing unedited and uncut episodes of Woe Bro, and so I'm just gonna throw the intro and the outro on the end of this, and I'm gonna put I like it out the today. idea of that better. It'll be more raw. I think they'll get a lot more I, right, right, of, like, raw and uncut. <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of white guys, raw and uncut. Bro, uh, <laughs> still never say that again. <laughs> I'm dead. Oh, that's fucked up. Uh, um, so yeah, so the whole idea—it's happy Halloween. This is actually—we are actually recording this today on the thirty-first. Spooky. And we're gonna talk about some spooky other spooky shit that's happened to us. And- spooky, spooky skeletons. So yeah, last so majority of my stories are happened because of Jared. A lot of them actually. Uh, Jared, why don't you do? You, what other stories do you have about that house that I know but don't have all the details? What else has happened at that fucking the Jackson? So um, when we first moved in, obviously Keith told you all about all that. Some of the things I didn't even know that my mom never told me. Like the so, closet. Like the, clo- like like the closet, the yeah. The oh, closet I didn't even know about till me listening to the podcast. But uh, there's this uh, – when my mom moved in, we had, like, this extra sunroom. My mom said she walked in, there was, like, blood and shit all over the walls. So she went in there and cleaned it herself and all that before we – officially moved in i think that would have been like the first time i mean not moving in <laughs> right mm, well like, we had no choice we had no choice uh, we, we oh, had yeah, to- yeah i don't i don't know the circumstances of them actually buying the house mm-hmm. i just know they they bought it and were moving in and then she started noticing the weird carpet patch in the closet and then all like the carpet and stuff in the sunroom, and then tear, tearing all that up, and there being blood and feces all over the fucking place. Oh, what right. the fuck, man? Yeah, yeah. Did you not hear Jared say that? I didn't hear the feces part. Yeah, there was blood and there was blood and animal animal feces all over the room in the sunroom. Yeah, weird animal ritual shit. Yeah, I will when I'm done. So, um, uh, so, yeah, I know they moved in, and I even told, Jared, I think I told them about your whole clo- your closet door always opening and you having to lock it and fucking yep. slide your dresser open. He <laughs> 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 just giggles. That's so fucked up. That's funny. But, yeah, other than, like, all that, there was this... We, uh, my mom and sister, we had two different rooms. So how the layout was, when we come up to the top of the stairs, my stairs, well, the stairs, you pointed straight to, was pointed straight to my bedroom. And then there was a bedroom right next door, which was my mom's at first. And then there was another room, like, probably a 90 degree angle from the, my sister's, my mom's old room. Mm-hmm. So, they switched rooms because my sister heard, like, a dog growling in her room. So, my mom went in there, and she was looking around. We, at the time, we didn't have a dog. Like, it was full-on growl. And this was a thing. That's a thing that they that her mom – so, 
his Jared's mom heard that in her room. Like she was in the rooms upstairs looking around and heard a dog like walking, like the nails going across the floor. And then she heard a dog growling and barking at her. Oh and, my but, God. Didn't, but then didn't say anything to them because she didn't want to freak them out because they were little. And then like literally two weeks later, Kayla's in her room and here's the same fucking thing. I'm envisioning like the dogs from Ghostbusters. Are those dogs? Right. Right. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, more like we were, after like a month of being there, stuff just started more popping up. Like the floors, because the whole house was just wood floors. We didn't have any carpet. So, Joe, I don't know how well you can see this. I did a rough oh, layout of the fucking room. So, okay. always, so stairs, stairs up, would round around, come up, and yep. there's sunroom. And then, right. and then there's Jared's closets here. There's yep. Jared's room, his closet, Kayla's room, which his mom originally started in, and then his mom's room right here. Gotcha. So, like, they're all just right there at the top of the stairs, and the floor was so terribly squeaky. The whole house was squeaky. The, oh, yeah. The cat, their, their cat would walk across the floor, and you'd hear it creaking. Oh, my God. But, yeah. uh, it just stuff started to show up. A lot of more action going on. So one night, all of us were asleep. And I hear what action you want. <laughs> but uh, I wake up in the middle of the night hearing the stairs creaking. At the time, we had no animals. We heard it. I heard it walk up and down the stairs from like probably nine thirty to like probably. 7 to 8 o'clock in the morning. Now, constantly. This, is a, this is a story I haven't heard. Mm-hmm. Fucking constantly. Monster. Yes. It, it was creaking all night long. But after a while, we all got used to it. We all heard it. Mm. No. <laughs> and then uh, there's... This and one then Jared time. got molested by a ghost. <laughs> no. But um, this this might freak you guys out a little bit. It kind of freaked me out when I was told. So I wake up. Well, actually, no, I didn't wake up. I actually had a dream about, like, my whole house layout and everything. When you come up the stairs, it's like that angle. Well, yeah, I had this it, dream. You turn, you turns and goes back down the hall. Right. Well, on that U-turn, I had a dream of, like, this tiki face guy. Tiki face? Tiki face. You know, like, you go out. Like Crash Bandicoot tiki face? Yes. Okay, yeah. This guy is sitting here. I'm just like, okay, still dreaming. And this thing, (laughs) like, peeps around the corner, looks at me, (laughs) staring at me for, like, good five to ten minutes, and then... Stands up, moves around, and fucking starts booking it at me. That's when I woke up. Well, shortly after that, after I woke up, maybe, like, probably two to three weeks later, my brother was telling me about, like, the ghostly encounters he's wants to encounter. He was telling me about how my dad had the same thing happen to him when he was a kid, but it, it was actually real. What? 
So you had a dream about an encounter your dad had when he was your, like, 12? Yes. Fucking what? Yes. I don't understand this stuff. Like, part of me wants to believe (laughs) it, and other parts I'm like, you're full of shit. You were high. I... I wish I was lying. I really do. Yeah, but for, <laughs> but for you to have, but for you to have a dream and then to explain it to somebody else and be like, "Dude, isn't this fucking creepy?" And your brother's like, "Well, yeah, that's creepy, considering that happened to Dad when he was your like twelve, right?" Constantly, like I was just like, mm, "No." And you, in my closet, you guys know about my door and everything. Well, at the time, yeah. I had a light in it. I woke up with the light turned on, so I was like, "Well, fuck it. I don't need this light anymore." So I turn it on. I take the light bulb out. I take the light bulb out. Close my door. Everything. My doors. Wake up with my fucking door wide open with a light on in it. Uh. uh. Mind you, I didn't have a light bulb in there. Yeah. Are you sure you didn't? How like, was sleepwalk my back in? No, I I don't sleepwalk, Joe. <laughs> How do you know? I'm a, I'm a very, I'm a very mystery. I'm a very light sleeper. If I hear a creak or a sound, I'm waking up. It does, that will stop you from sleepwalking. Well, yeah, but Joe's actually got an interesting point, and I've got a story to back it up. And Jared knows this story, but he doesn't remember Ooh. it because he was sleepwalking. Do you want to? Do you want to tell it, or do you want me to tell you? No, say it. I'm, I'm gonna tell it from my angle, and then you can tell yours. So, okay. so I we were like fourteen, fifteen, mm-hmm. and I was I had the biggest I had the big room upstairs in my house, and I had a full sized I had a full bed. Size wise was considered full, um, and anytime Jared spent the night, we would just we'd be we'd crash in the bed together because I had a big like 30, 32, 40 inch TV. And I had it setting on my Footlocker at the end of my bed, so I had my PlayStation, I had my, I had my Xbox or PlayStation, I had my Xbox right there, and my TV right at the foot of the bed, and then we would lay on our stomachs with the TV six inches from our faces oh my God. and play games. So we were watching a movie. I want to say it was Taking Lives with Angelina, Angelina Jolie. Yes, that's what that movie was. Oh yeah. my goodness. It's a I can't remember it. It's a super creepy movie, and it's really good. Go check it out. <laughs> um, so we're, like, freaked out. We finally go to bed, and we pass out. We fall asleep during the movie. So when you – when we – I wake up in the middle of the night, and the TV, like, the menu is just, like, the little loop at the during the, the main menu. It's doing that. And I kind of roll over, and Jared is kind of on his knees, but kind of on his side, leaning over me with his hands, like, like his fingers out. And, like, I'm, like, like, he's not, like, close, but he's, like, starting to lean over me. And I'm, like, what are you fucking doing? Nothing. And he rolls back over and goes to sleep. <laughs> and I'm, like... No, and I try to wake him up, and he won't wake up. Like he's like he's knocked the fuck out. So I'm like, whatever. I go back to sleep. Wake up the next day, and we're eating breakfast. And I'm like, hey, so what was that last night? 
What was what last night? Oh, no. You, you like, starting to lean over me with your hands out, stretched out. And he goes, what are you talking about? I'm like, middle of the night. <laughs> it had to be, like, three in the morning because we went you to bed around And you're fucking starting to lean over me, like, reaching for my face. Like, about to gouge my eyes out kind of thing. And he goes, I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, I was told that I... Well, I used to carry a pocket knife everywhere I went. He always had a fucking... A little little one. Just a little... (laughs) And he fucking... My side... And my side, okay, we were watching this movie and everything. I don't remember any of this. Well, I I have a fetish of eyes. I like people with very, very beautiful eyes. Green, whatever, like the orange mix. I just, I have a very big fetish for them. Don't say fetish. That sounds weird. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the thing, though. That's... No, I'm aware that it's... I'm I'm fully aware of what a fetish is. Appreciation. (laughs) It's not like... (laughs) Something about your eyes, bro. Just hurts me on. (laughs) Not like that. Oh, my goodness. But, uh... What a fetish. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I have... I I, I like eyes a lot. I always have. But, uh, back to the story... (laughs) Um, so I used to carry a knife everywhere I went and everything. So I was told that he woke up with me over his body about to carve his eyeballs out with this pocket knife. So I guess I roll over, close my knife and fall back to sleep. He was trying to wake me up as he was saying, I didn't wake up. So he asked me the next morning, he's like, bro, why were you over me about to carve my eyes out? I was like, bro, I don't even know what I don't even know what you're talking about, bro. I, I, I would never do that. Like, ever. I hope not. But this time, I... <laughs> Fucking no shit. <laughs> it was just, and I went to go look in my pocket because I put the knife back in my pocket. The knife wasn't there. There was no knife. We searched his room, flipped everything around, We. We destroyed his room looking for this knife. Keith. It's Keith that has some issues. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have enough time to get into that, though. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. But yeah, we fucking, we literally flipped the mattress. We yanked all the fucking bedding off. We, we like, completely tore my room apart looking for his fucking little knife. Wow. And I don't remember if it was like in his bag or if it was back at his house, but it wasn't in my room. That's I've never crazy. found it. Oh, you haven't found it? I've never found it. <laughs> <sighs> All right, so you no longer live in this house, right? Was that at the no. Jackson house? Too? No. The funny thing no, is, that, was, that happened at my house. Oh my god! Yeah, it follows. It follows Jared. Right. The dog demon thing, whatever it is. Maybe, maybe, maybe it wasn't a pocket knife you saw. Maybe it was like animal claws. Maybe it was. I don't remember what it was, but I know he had something in his hand. He like he was reaching towards me, and his fingers were out, 
But it looked like he had something in his fucking hand. So the next, and I knew he always had this pocket knife on him. So I was like, it looked like you had your knife out. And then you it just was, like put your hands together and then rolled back over and went to sleep. It was definitely the demon dog and its claws. <laughs> oh, fuck. That makes that it so house, much worse. We're that cracking house this is um, so we're already tw- we're twenty minutes in. Let's get off the Jackson House. Let's talk Holcomb Road. I wasn't done with the Jackson House. That, there's so much things, but we could talk about Holcomb Road. Yeah, let's go to Holcomb Road because we could spend we could easily spend another hour on Hol- on the Jackson so House. Official. I know. So let's get off. Let's get off of that because it's. Just in case we run out of time, because I think I know Stella's up, but I don't. It's Amy's got her, but it sounds like Kayla's not home, so Joe's on crunch time. So that's Holcomb Road. So which park do you want to talk about? The time we went, or the time I went with my other friends? Both, if we have time. But let's start with the time we went together. So it's it was our buddy Casey's birthday, and his mm-hmm. parents rented like two or three hotel rooms. At a hotel in Fremont. So or they, they bought two. They got two. One for them and one for all of us. We're all like, we're all like 16, 17. That's sick. So we all have our licenses and we have friends. Me and Josh have friends who are older. So they're like 18, 19. So we all leave though. We all, it's, I don't think Casey's parents know this story. No. So they they never will. Probably oh. not. <laughs> so it's it's my brother Sean, Jared, Josh, me, Casey, and then we had our friends Brianna, Davon, and then they had another guy with them. So there's I don't remember eight, who the other guy there's, was. There's eight of us together. So, so we're messaging Brianna and Davon, and it's where it's where this hotel we were staying at was by the Walmart. So we all snuck out and jumped in Josh's car. So it was just at the, at this time it was just Sean, me, Jared, Josh, and Casey. Sure. So the the five of us go jump in Josh's car and we leave and we just we run over to the Walmart and we start fucking around at Walmart. It's like eleven it's like ten thirty, eleven o'clock at night. And we run into Brianna, Davon, and their other friend, who we're just gonna call Guy. We're just gonna call Guy. Um I really can't fucking remember his name. So we're with them. We start hanging out because I knew Brianna and Devon and Josh do both of them. So the eight of us are fucking around and we're like, hey, let's go do something stupid. So we start Googling whatever. And then one, the random guy, the guy goes, hey, have you guys heard of Holcomb Road? And we're like, No. And he goes, so apparently the whole legend behind, like, we start Googling this legend as we're dry, we decide to drive So it's a real thing. It's a real place. This is a real place. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was a real place, but, like, there's, like, shit. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a whole whole legend behind it. You can look it up. It's Holcomb Road, H-O-L-C-O-M-B. It's it's near. It's in Sandusky County. It was. We had to drive like an hour to get there. It was by BG. It was over by Bowling Green. So we had to. I want to say we drove about forty-five minutes to get there Damn. from Fremont. Yeah. At one. So by the time we decide to go and we get there, 
It's like one in the morning. <laughs> Almost devil's time. The, the, and the reason it took, it actually, it, it should have taken 45 minutes to get there. It took us an hour and 20 minutes to get there because halfway there we stopped and I'll get to that in a minute. Oh boy. So the legend behind Holcomb Road is there was a bus driver with a busload of child, like elementary school children driving down this like single lane. It's supposed to be a double two lane road, but it's so narrow and it's just heavily wooded on both sides. Sure. So Woods. he right. It's just a heavily wooded area. <clears throat> so he he drives down the road, realizes he made a wrong turn. No. Goes to the end of the road, passed throughout, gets out of the wooded area, turn, does a U-turn somehow at the other end of the road, and starts coming back. Well, when he was coming back, no one knows what happened, but apparently somehow the bus got off the road. <clears throat> and it's like, I don't know, what what would you say, Jared? Like 150 feet into the woods? Damn. Like 200 feet into the woods. And there's no, there's no like four-wheeler paths. It's, it's heavy. There's a walk. There's a walking path now. There's like you're able because you can people go have to people, it. People, you can actually the bus yeah, is there. Yeah. You can actually go. The bus isn't there anymore. They finally took it out. They, they finally towed it out. <laughs> oh. So basically, the whole thing is you go at night. You turn your car off. Take the key or no. You drive through the woods like the bus driver did. Turn around. Come back. Park, stop into the stop somewhere in between the wooded area. Turn your car off. Take the key out of the ignition. Set it on the dashboard. You can get out of the car and walk around your car, or you can stay in your car and have the windows down. You're missing. You're flipping your lights. You so, flip it once. Yeah, you flip, you flip it like, three times, and then you turn your off your car. Yeah. So then you get out of your car. So we get out of the car. So it's you get out of the car and you hear things. And you see stuff. Mm-hmm. That's the whole. Le- and then when you get back in your car and you leave, as you're leaving, as you get out of the woods, apparent if you look in your rear, if you start to look in your mirror, you'll see two headlights. Oh my god! And there's so many witness accounts of it of like people that they turn <clears throat> off the road, and as they speed up, the head the lights get closer. As they slow down, the lights back up, and it's supposed to be like the bus. Sure following you and it's like we don't believe this we're all like we're all like yeah okay yeah let's go so we start going and i want to say we get like halfway there and i'm sitting in the front so it's now at this point it's all eight of us so it's sean jared josh me and casey in josh's car and then brianna's car it's brianna davon and guy so we're driving, and we have their numbers, they have ours, in case somebody gets lost or something stupid. And I'm sure. like, I'm just, you know, I'm kind of sitting there thinking, reading, reading, you know, stories and stuff on my phone. And I happen to, like, out of the peripheral of my vision out the window, I see something. And I fucking turn and quick, I look behind the car, and it's not there. I'm like, oh, I'm just, you know, whatever. So I keep looking, and then I happen to glance up, and I see, like, a, like, I don't know, like an eight or nine year old kid standing on the side of the road. No, I'm so serious. And I'm like, like almost like it was a movie. Like to me, everything slowed down. Yeah. I'm like, 
So we're like driving past this kid, and I'm just like, like, so, like I'm turning my head, like looking at the kid, and the kid's just eye contact, like staring straight at me, like. And it's like twelve thirty at night, twelve thirty yeah. in the morning. There shouldn't be a kid out here. Shouldn't be a fucking eight year old kid on the side of the road, and I'm like, I was like, what the fuck? And Josh is like, what? What's wrong? I was like, nothing. I'm I'm seeing shit. <laughs> Two miles later, I see another one. Another kid? And then another kid. And Whoa. then another one. Like, is this something that happens to other people? Like, seeing these kids? Yeah. Or yes. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, I'm like, we got to stop. I was like, dude, we need, we, we, we need to stop the car. So, we found, I can't remember where we stopped. It was like a parking lot, by, of, of like some building, some store or something. So, we stop And... We got out of the car, and Brianna and Davon and Guy all get out, and me, Josh, and Jared all get out. Sean and Casey stay in the car. And because Sean's like 14 at the time, mm-hmm. Casey's 15. So I'm like, you guys stay in the car. We'll be right back. And I walk up to the, those, the other three, and they're like, what's going on? I was like, I'm seeing kids on the side of the fucking road. And they're like, and Brianna and Davon are both like, no, you're not. And I'm like, I'm so serious. <laughs> and guy and got and guy goes, No, that's that's part of it. There's always one person in the group that that's sees stuff kids. like that going out to it. Oh uh, god. And I'm like, guys, this is a bad idea. This is this is something trying to warn us to not go. Mm-hmm. So they're, it's, they talk me into it, and we go. We go. So we I get there. It sounds like a bad, like, murder film. So you, two, yeah. Our two cars. We need, go, we need to go. Oh, just wait. <laughs> so our two cars, we get there. We drive through, and as we're driving through, we see headlights on the other side of the forest. Okay. And we're like, me and Josh are like, no fucking way. But so you guys start haven't freaking out. that stuff yet, have you? Like you have right. to take your car out. So like, we're we're already starting to freak out. Like we haven't even turned around and came back yet. Yeah. So as we're going out, we realize, oh, it's another group of like four or five people. People checking it out, sure. It's one other car of like four people. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine, whatever. I th- actually I think it was like three. It was three people in their car. So we stop, we do the turnaround, we come back, we do the lights, and we stop. We start to get out of our cars. And everybody gets out of the car. It's us eight, and then they're three. And we're all sitting there, and we're talking and whatever. And then you, all of a sudden, it's, I want to say, what, five, ten minutes pass? Like, it was a good amount of time. We're just standing there talking, like, all of us looking for stuff. And, like, we're, we're not seeing anything. Mm-hmm. We're not hearing anything. Nothing's really going on. We're like, well, this is fucking dumb. And then out of nowhere, the classic horror movie blood curdling scream loud as like literally like classic blonde woman like "Ah!" like loud as fuck like we're all like like it freaks all like all all of us are like fuck that so we jump in our car sean jumps in the car i jump in the car and sean stayed in the car sean never got out the car Right, Sean never got out of the car. Neither did Casey. It was just you, 
me and Josh. Yeah, Sean and Casey. They got out the car. Sean and, and Casey got out, didn't get out of the car because they didn't want to go. They were too scared. They saw how scared I how scared I was in that parking lot. So they were like, yeah. we're not getting out of the car. So so all of us, we hear the scream and I'm like, guys, we need to get the fuck out of here. Now, it's Jared, Josh, me, and the other three. So the six of us are out. And the other three random people start like laughing. And we're like, what's so fucking funny? And they're like, you guys should see your fucking faces. And two two girls come walking out of the woods. Okay. And we're just like, what? And the two girls are laughing, like laughing hard as fuck. And we're like, why is, what do you laugh? Why is that funny? That was, are you fucking serious? You heard that, right? And they're like, yeah, it was us. Yeah. And we're like, are you fucking serious? And they're like, yeah. They're like, yeah, we were out there. They were, they're, they're like, yeah, we were, we were out there screaming. And we're like, you, that was your scream? And they're like, yeah, you didn't hear us. Ah, help us. We need help. And they start doing this. Ah, help us. We need help. Ah. And we're like, and they say that. And as they say that, that's what they screamed. Oh, God. Their three friends and us six are like, no, 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 no. And their three friends are like, no, that what you guys didn't scream that. And they're like, yeah, we did. And they're like, we're all of us are like, no, 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 no. That was a blood curdling scream. And they're like, and then after, after they were saying this, as we're explaining it, we hear another one again. This one was ear piercing. It was ear piercing on top of us. (laughs) <laughs> swear and, bro and as soon as we hear it the two girls that came walking out of the woods were like yeah we didn't hear that before oh we're like you God. didn't hear it and they're like no uh, we were like we gotta get the fuck out of here every we're like the cars and we fucking booked it yeah we're all like you guys got any more friends in there they looked <laughs> at us like terrified they're like we now think no fucking we don't right the girls were like you can see that the girls are absolutely terrified. The two like, girls that came just, out of the woods were like, what the fuck? They're like, like yeah, they we, like we need like, to get out of here now. It was bad. And Damn. then so everybody everybody scrambled. Like, lit- the, oh, yeah. three peop- the three people that were with their car, like the three people that were out in the road, like, fucking with us. Yeah. Like, booked it to their car. So the other two girls booked it to the car. All six of us look at each other. Let's get the fuck out of here. Oh we jump in our cars God. and we fucking split. That's awesome. It was so, Jared, back up what from the camera. <laughs> Jared just gets his nose in his eyeball right now. All I can <laughs> see is your nose and your cheek. This cheek? You gave my good side? It was so fucking terrible. <laughs> and, then, and then we left... Did I tell you guys about did, Joe? Did I tell you guys about the house in the middle of nowhere? No, you, you didn't talk so. about that. I didn't think so because this same group we left as we're leaving. We, I want to say Brianna or Devon, so whoever was in their passenger seat of their car called us, and I'm talking to him. We got it on speaker. So, um, we're talking, and she's like, "My grandparents used to live in a house." 
out over here. It's like 20 minutes from here. Do you guys want to go check it out? It's abandoned. <laughs> After that, mm-hmm. maybe yeah. not. <laughs> and we're like, so now it's like, we're like, yeah, sure. So we get to the, we get to her grandma. I want to say it's her grandma's house or whoever's. And so we go, we park, and we tur- we made sure to turn our cars around so we could get out of the driveway. Get out of quick, yeah. And the driveway was like half a mile long. It was long as shit. So we, uh, so basically with the eight of us, I was like, all right, we're going in here since it's an abandoned house. We don't know, really know anything about it. I said, we're going pair. Everybody grab a pair. We're going in pairs of two. So we're going to have four groups of two. So, which is fair, which is smart on my part. So we go, we go in. There you go, Jared. Very nice. Um, so, so much warmer in here. <laughs> um, so we all we all pair up. I don't remember who was paired with who. I want to say I was with Davon. So everybody's everybody's staying close enough. Everybody's. I said keep constant communication. I want everybody talking. You know, so I know everybody's. So every, we can make sure everybody's okay. Right. So we walk through the house. We come in through like the back door. It's like a mud room. And then there's a door into the kitchen and then around and whatever. Yeah. So we come through, we're walking, there's no furniture. There's this house is literally cleaned out when they moved out. Yeah, you should have got in it, right? Right. It was there's literally not there's barely sheetrock on the walls. Oh jeez, okay. Yeah. They gutted it. So well, I wouldn't say gutted it because there was sheetrock on the walls, but it's all cracked and just like it's classic horror right. movie yeah. house. Yeah. So we're fucking, we're walking through the house. Nobody sees anything. Nothing's fucking happening. We're like, what the fuck? We walk upstairs. It's just, it's just super eerie. It's two, it's like two, two fifteen in the morning. We're like, okay, you know what? That's just, this is dumb. Let's just leave. Everybody line up. We line up. We start walking through, and me and Devon are in the front of the line of the four, of eight people. Yeah. And we turn the corner from the kitchen into the mudroom, and there is now a roughly four foot wide by seven foot tall like dresser tipped over in front of the door that we just walked through what there there's no furniture in this house no so none there, whatsoever fucking dresser like a heavy like a heavy ass like a like it looked like an old-fashioned yeah. oak dresser yeah. heavy as shit we're not moving it because i see it it's like six feet in front of me, and I'm like, me and Dave, everybody like bumps in. Like it's classic. Everybody bumps into each other because I, me and Davon just stopped in our tracks. Right. Yeah. So we get bumped, and I'm like, go find another exit. <laughs> and they're like, what? And I was like, just fucking go. The door's blocked. So everybody starts to panic. So we start running, and then I want to say I thought it was Josh that found the basement door. Josh found the basement. Was it Josh? So Josh is yeah. like, let's go. There's a cellar. There's a door to the basement here he's like maybe there's an old-fashioned cellar door to that leads to the outside and we're all like yeah okay let's go to the right. fucking basement, the basement. This reminds me of a progressive commercial. so of course all being dumb we're like yeah fucking go so we just fl- go flying down the stairs and Mind you, these stairs are like at a ninety degree angle, so you're right. practically vertical. Super, they're super steep, short steps. Yeah. So, fucking, we're all freaked out. 
Holcomb Road just happened. Now we're doing this, and we're freaking out. Everybody's, like, panicking. And so Josh, I want to say, I think he was with Brianna, right? I don't remember. So whoever Josh was with, they, so. they, they're like, hey, there's a door over here. There was no door. There was a hole in the fucking wall. Or whatever. It went up to steps, <laughs> and then the steps went up and out. No, there and, was a whole-ass hole in the wall to go outside. There's an exit, and they're like, okay. hey, over here. Well, by the time they saw it, because they literally hit the bottom of the steps and turned, and it was right there. There, Like, it was, granted, it was like 15 feet, but you still had to, you, it was, you could, it was right there. Yeah. And I'm like, perfect, go. So, uh, me and Devon are still at, like, the top of the steps. So they start going. Devon is little, literally dragging me down the stairs because he's terrified as shit. We get to the bottom of the stairs, and I just happen to glance up, and I see this big motherfucker standing at the top of the fucking steps. What? Like a big old farm boy. Just no, fucking, you don't. I'm so fucking yeah. scared. <laughs> and said, I start, no, oh, you Devon, don't. Devon was dragging me. <laughs> I turn, I'm like, nope. I start shoving every, I shove Devon into whoever was in front of us. And I start pushing everybody out the fucking hole. And I'm like, fucking get in the cars, we're leaving. And they're like, what'd you see? I said, just fucking, we need to leave. So we get in the cars, we leave, we go back to the hotel. I tell them what I saw and they all, everybody starts freaking out. And I'm like, guys, relax. Let's go skinny dipping in the pool. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, this was all in Ohio. Not the point. I said the skinny dipping in the pool and he yep. was with girls. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> Don't worry about it. Maybe, so, maybe. Jared, uh, you guys ended up going to Holcomb Road like two years, two or th- like two years later. Tell us about it. Did you have a similar experience, Jared? Mm, worse. Uh, yeah, uh, it's a lot worse. I have a lot worse. So uh, there was this one day everybody wanted to do something spooky, and I was just like, "All right, yeah, let's do it." And then they said, um, "All right, I got the right place." Josh is like, "Let's go to Holcomb Road." I was like. When I heard when I, when I heard him say Holcomb Road, I felt sick to my stomach. I was like, "No, I can't go. I can't do this." He's like, "Bro, come on, stop being a pussy, bro. Come on, do it." <laughs> I said, "Josh, this don't feel right. Something is telling me not to go back to that place." He's like, "Come on, bro, just go. It will be fun." Peer pressure said, to the uh, wind. Right. No I said, uh, said, uh, okay. Let's so do who, it. All, who all went with you guys? Because it was so you and Josh. It was me, Josh, Caleb, Gabe. Oh. Okay. Gabe, who? Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. His face. That was it. Load. <laughs> Just the four of you. It was just the four and uh, little Cody, oh, Nick's okay. uh, brother. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we we get there. Well, we're driving there and just. Did you what I, time? Uh, what, what time of the day did you go? <laughs> we were going ahead. there. We were going there during Devil's Hour. Fuck. Devil's. I love that you call it Devil's Hour. It's what it is. 
three to three to four is Devil's Hour. So we, um. we find, <laughs> so we finally we're getting there. We're we're, just, we're actually on our way getting there. I'm just getting this eerie feeling like I I can't do this, man. Something is telling me we should never go back. So we finally get there. Josh goes in. We we stop the car. We do all the same shit that we did. We, we get out. Josh goes in the back. He goes into the trunk and pulls out this fucking board. Oh, Mind you. Oh shit. He pulls out he pulls out a Ouija board. I looked directly at Josh. I said, Really, motherfucker, what did I tell you? I will never, <laughs> ever, ever be around one of these. He just looks at me less. He's like, Bro, you gotta try it. I'm just Josh, no, I can't do this, you know. Um how, believe me or not, I am sensitive. Meaning, I am sensitive to talking to the dead and it coming back with me. Too paranormal stuff. Very, I'm a very, very paranormal, paranormal person. <laughs> paranormal. <Whoa. laughs> <laughs> Fuck y'all. <laughs> but uh, so they they go in there. They're trying. Josh and Gabe go into the woods. Where the bus crashed. I was going to say, emphasize, emphasis on what you just said. They go in there. I didn't think you were going to explain. They actually walk into the fucking woods with a Ouija board at 3 in the morning. <laughs> During Devil's Hour, yes. Because Josh is a fucking idiot. Josh, I hope you listen to this episode, you fucking moron. <laughs> <laughs> just asking for trouble, really. So, me and Caleb and Cody are just sitting in the car. We're just sitting there. Just waiting, and then Caleb's like, "Bro, they've been in there for a little while, a little bit. Should go in there and tell them to uh, close whatever they have open, open, close the door that they open. Mm-hmm. Meaning them with the Ouija board. Yeah, the Ouija board, yeah. Leave that fucking board. But uh, so him and I go in there, tell them to close it up, and Josh is like, "Bro, bro, this shit's real." Like I you asked, guys, what... you guys were like by the bus. Yes, of course. Like, like, you, you where the, the bus, bus was, where the bus yeah. was, because when we went back, the bus wasn't there. Right, <clears throat> but there's a giant fucking outline of where the bus sat. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can see it. I refuse to ever go back to this place, but because um, of... <laughs> because Josh was like, bro, I asked him what my name. Like, can you tell me what my name is? So on the Ouija board, you have the cursor and then the board. The cursor right. literally moved and pointed to the full moon outside Josh, in the middle of the night. Moon too? Josh's last name is Oh, God. I was like, okay, that's cool. Um, Gabe was saying something. I don't remember what he was saying. And Josh is like, yeah, we're trying to summon Zozo. I said, bro, you're crazy, bro. Who the fuck is Zozo? Zozo is practically almost the devil. Like he's a demon? He is a demon. They tried to summon a demon. Oh, man. So I'm in there. I'm like, okay, I'm just looking around with my flashlight and... Then my body freezes. 
I can't move my body. I am physically trying every muscle in my body to move and get the fuck out of there. Josh is just sitting there laughing at me. I'm just like, bro, I need, I, I can't. I finally get something. Something was holding me from from my behind. I felt hands go over and holding me across your chest. Yeah. On, on across my chest, I didn't, I couldn't move. And I finally felt the arms get off, and then I was able to fucking bolt out of there. While I was bolting out, I guess. I fell. Something, something grabbed me. Tried to pull me back into the woods. Can you adjust your camera so your face is like in the center of your <laughs> up, up, up a little more? And I'll tell you when you're good. That's nope. <laughs> better, 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 best, perfect. Right there. Look at that. That's, there that's, it is. There's there that gorgeous perfect. face. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry. Con- continue. It's just it's better when you can see your face and facial expressions. Yeah. It's just well, when I tripped, there was this uh, because Caleb had parked his car right in like where like when you come right out of the entrance, his car was right there. Yeah. Right. So so I was coming out. I tripped. I thought he see me fall, and here comes a cop. Whoop. Turn on his fucking lights. I was just like, you gotta be fucking kidding me, dude. Like, this can't be lucky. any, like, any, like, thing. So, I'm talking, to, we're talking to this officer and everything. He's like, alright, you guys can't be here. You guys trespassing, all this and that. We didn't tell them that Josh and Gabe are still in the woods. We, we got in the car. We got in the car and we left. They well, fucking what- left with Josh and Gabe in the woods. <laughs> oh my god. We did, yes, because we what else could we have done? Go back in there, hey guys, cops there's a cop here. Yeah, that's exactly, get out. that's exactly what you That's exactly what you I got buddies in the woods still, let me get them. Right. So you guys leave. Oh my god. So we got we leave and then on our way out we see this truck. Well, there's another story behind Holcomb Road that there's there's this farm car, this farm truck that's an F-150, a really, really old one, with one headlight taken out. We're driving by. This this truck drives right by. F-150 with its one headlight taken out. It's an old F-150. We couldn't see the driver or anything. So we finally get out of there. We go to the nearest gas station. We're just freaking out. Yeah. Yeah, I got some. We got something to drink. We're driving right back, right going back into try to go pick them up. Mind you, that was 10, 15 minutes go by after sitting at the gas station. We go back. The cop is still sitting there. <laughs> so this is like 20 minutes after you guys so they have now Josh. been in the woods by themselves almost a full hour. Oh my god! In in total, from the time that Josh and Caleb, Gabe went in, yeah, they were in there for like twenty minutes. Jared goes in to get them, comes back out, and then they're in there for another twenty minutes by themselves. Oh boy! All right, Jared, continue. Sorry. Breathe, buddy. Breathe. 
<laughs> no, well, go ahead. You good? Yeah. So, you, so you come back. You come back and you see the car. So we uh, we go on back. We see the cop car, and then uh, we we just driving around. And we finally see the cop leave, and then uh, we uh, tell we call I call Josh telling him we're on our way back to come pick them up, and they're like, all right, well we're going back down the road. Mind you, during the the time there was corn all the way down, and then the woods, and then further down was corn. More corn, right? More corn, yeah. So we're like, all right, we're about to turn back around. We don't see you. He's like, all right. So we, I'm again, I'm on the phone. He's like, bro, stop, 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 stop. We see you. We're like, all right. So we stop. I look behind us, and here there's two jackasses coming out of the cornfield. With the board and the cursor, uh, and they finally get out of the car. I, they finally get into the car, and I look at Josh. I was like, "Josh, did you close the door behind you? Meaning, did you close the Ouija board door?" He's like, "Yeah, bro, we're good. Yeah, bro, <laughs> we're good. I closed it. I was just like, are you sure?" He's like, yeah, we're good. I said, okay. So I'm sitting in the passenger seat, just eerie feeling. Just sitting there, just like, all right, well, let's turn on some music. So switching through some channels. Gabe's sitting in the back on his phone. Well, when you do something, like encountered something that we have countered, the ghost or whatever leaves a message towards the person or people that are there. So going through these channels, Gabe is typing away, and then we finally get to a station. I don't know or remember what the fucking the song was, but Gabe's like, stop, turn off the music. I, I've been typing or texting or writing down in his notes or whatever, and he said, there's a message that's whatever is sent you or sent us. So it was saying that um, I don't remember like word by word, but it's saying uh, I know you have lost a very close friend. Mind you, at the time, me and my sister and my sister's ex-boyfriend lost our friend Josh. What? Literally, it like came a through, month like, a text message <clears throat> through like the radio. Uh oh. Oh. Yeah, I didn't know that happened. Damn. Like a radio, like somebody on the radio said this. No, going through channels that going through channels that says words when you're going through it. So he would he would click he would change the station. I'm changing the stations, and he's there's words being said into sentences. It says a word. You change a station. It's the different state. Another station says another word. And this whole time, Gabe is in the back seat, type texting out the words that it's saying. What made him do want to do that? It's just it's it's how it is. That's me and Gabe. Gabe likes to do satanic shit. He doesn't I believe know, in God or anything. I know he doesn't. So he knows 
all of like the tricks and all that. Right. But I, 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 I believe it. I do. And it's just crazy that I lost my, was my that good. The, was that the whole message? Was you just lost? We know that you just lost someone. Well, it wasn't just that. It was just saying you, you will, you've lost and you will be losing a cl- very close friend and all that. I just, I can't remember what it exactly said, but it was just wow. so weird. Damn, dude. Yeah, was, I didn't fucking was, know that message part. Jesus. <sighs> that's deep this shit. This got dark. Yeah, that's deep no shit. No shit. Holy fuck. And I tell Josh, I will refuse to go back there at all costs. Yeah. No shit. No thanks. <laughs> I've never he had knows. anything like that happen to me. He knows how, and the only reason why he likes to keep me around is for shit like that. He wants something to show up. Right. That's how sensitive I am to right. talking to the dead or sounds whatever. Like a, sounds like a decent fella. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure he's a good guy, but man, I'm on this. I'm on this website. I'm not going to say the name of, but and it said, but it says, um, as so often happens with urban legends, Holcomb Woods is located. Out in what seems to be the middle of nowhere. It takes its name from the road on which it resides, Holcomb Road, which is also known as a road in a city in Ohio. I'm not going to state those. If you want to know them, look them up. Uh, legend has it that a school bus crashed in Holcomb Woods and the cries and screams of the children that perished can still be heard when walking or driving past the wooded patch of road. The woods aren't, it's not a large area of woods. Yeah. But when you're in, when you're in the woods, it's, it's eerie feeling. massive. Oh, yeah. It, it, like when you're inside, it's so heavy, it looks like it's huge. It's like, uh, according to the website, website name, legend says that a bus full of, of children was traveling down Holcomb Road. When the driver grew incredibly angry, steering the bus... Oh, I have not heard this one. Oh. Grew incredibly angry, steering the bus into the woods. The bus crashed into many small trees until it came to rest on a larger one. The driver was killed on impact. It is on this tree that the driver's face can be seen. Oh. The bus burst into flames, killing some of the children on board. If you take Holcomb Road from... Mm-hmm-hmm. Just past the edge of the woods, you'll need to turn your vehicle to face back towards said road. Shortly after you turn off your headlights, radio stations will scramble and cell phones will lose signals. A headlight will come straight toward you and suddenly disappear when it reaches the tree line. I think it makes your story so much better, Jared, because I didn't know messages came through on radios. I didn't either. Damn. Radio stations will scramble. Did you change the radio station, or did it change itself? I was changing it, but... You were cycling through. I was cycling through. Right. Just looking for something. But we were, like, miles and miles away from the place. All right. We were, like, a good five to eight miles away from the road. From the actual woods itself. Where you should still get decent service. Right. Damn, dude. This isn't... I think it's this one. 
think it's this website that we looked at. Nope. <laughs> there's I'm a shaking. there's a movie. Yeah. Cool. The le- the Legend of Holcomb Road. It came out on April twelfth of two thousand nineteen. Wow. So it's new. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit. Holcomb Road in Ohio. Give me a reason to come out to Ohio. Yeah, it's pretty dope. I <laughs> won't go. You guys can go, but I That's refuse okay. to go back. I will bring a Ouija board or play with yeah, my don't be, don't, Yeah, don't be dumb. Um, what's some <laughs> other stuff that's happened to us, Jared? We just hit an hour. <laughs> sure. Do you want to talk more about the house? Or no. Not, how much, not sure how much more time. Were you with us, Jared, when me and Josh, and I want to say Devon, uh, not Devon, uh, Devon, uh, Dustin's little brother, Devon, uh, went into the apartment building in in Fremont, that haunted one, the abandoned one? I don't think so. So, there's, I can't remember the fucking name of the building. But it's in, it's like like the center like it's it's like central Fremont basically. So like there's a huge lore and legend around it and I've heard so many different stories and they all contradict each other. So won't get into that, but um I've had friends break into the building because it's it's trespassing to break into Oh, that building. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't yeah. there, no. So I know what you're talking about, though. So there were... I have two stories that go to this building. One, I was with a different group of friends. And then the second one, I was with Josh and Devin. I thought there was one that you were by yourself, too. No. No, so... um, (laughs) Well, you didn't break in. No, but... Who was that was telling me that? But you keep keep telling the story, I'll think. So... I go with my but a different Caleb, Manny and Jabin. So me and Jabin are in the back seats, and Caleb and Manny are in the front. Caleb's driving. So Caleb is the one that's telling us about us about this building, and he's been in it. But he broke into it before with Manny and a couple other friends. So we pull up and we park in the parking lot. And he goes, "If you turn your lights down to just like the daytime running lights, where they're super dim." You can see like silhouettes and stuff in the windows. It's like a five-story tall. So everything about this building is five. There's five store. There's four stories above ground, and then the basement. Okay. The building is built in a weird way where the back park, the part that faces the parking lot, mm-hmm. has three piece has three parts of the building that stick out and two that kind of indent in like columns. If, does that make sense? Yeah. So it's part that sticks out. And then 20 feet section that's in, 20 feet that's out, 20 feet that's in, 20 feet that's out. Gotcha. So it's five. Everything about this building is fives. So <clears throat> basically, Caleb's telling me some of the stuff he's seen, and I'm like, wow, this is fucking weird. And he goes, so the whole thing is, is if you turn your lights off, onto, or your, your daytime running lights on, so it's just a dim light hitting the building, you can see like silhouettes and shit in the windows. So he does this. And we're sitting there. We don't see anything. He turns his brights back on. Nothing. Turns them back to the dim light. We sat there for like half an hour. And no, there's nothing. We're not seeing anything. Nothing's really creepy. It wasn't that cold of a night, but we were going to ice skating. But it wasn't like super chilly where there'd be like fog on the window. 
Okay. All of a sudden, Jabin looks at his window, and it's just completely fogged over, and there's a handprint on the outside of the window, and he Uh, jumps across the car into me, and we're, like, screaming our heads off, just, oh, fuck this! So Caleb fucking throws it in a drive, and we leave. So I tell Josh about this place, and he goes, we gotta go. Of course. So we go, we park our car on the street and down the street, and then we walk to, it's like one in the morning, and, because you can you can get in actually a lot of trouble for breaking into this Oh, I'm sure, yeah. So police are constantly patrolling around it, so we'd be super stealthy. So we sneak up, and we find a window in the basement that's broken out. And we're like, oh, we can fucking get in here. So we get in, we get into the basement. We we tell Devon, to, uh, Devin, fuck. Um, we tell we tell Devin to stay outside and to keep kind of keep an eye out. So he's like hiding in the dark. He's a he's like five foot tall. He's a real short guy, so he's easily easily hideable. Yeah, yeah. Um, so me me and Josh are looking around and we're looking for a way to go upstairs from the basement. So we're looking, we're looking, we're not finding anything. And then all of a sudden we turn and then there's a stairway up. Yeah. And we're like, oh, it's, it's kind of weird for the stairs to be here, but cool. So we go up and we're like, okay, there's it, it comes up from the floor, turns, up steps, platform, turn, steps, and then the door. So I was like, well, we, I was like before we go get him and bring him in, <laughs> let's make sure we can actually get through the door. Yeah. So we go we go up, we try the handle, and we actually open the door. Okay. And it's just pitch black. We can't see shit. We've got our flashlights on our phones. Sure. But like we're trying to be like sneaky. So we're like, okay, we can get in. Perfect. We close the door, go back down the steps, go back over to the window, and hey, we fucking we get him, we drag him through the window, we get him inside. And we were in I want to say we were in the basement for about half an hour. And then by the time we get him back in, we stop because a police car drove by as we're getting him through the window. So we stop. We're off like hide kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And um, now we all keep splitting up. We all, we're now finding different doors that lead to like tunnels and shit underneath yeah, the fucking yeah. building. Yeah. Super creepy. And we're like, okay, well, let's go upstairs now. We now go back over to the – we're all starting to get like super creeped out. Let's For sure. go upstairs, see what we, if we can find anything, see if we can see anything. We go back over to the stairs. We Josh turns this corner and goes, well, what the fuck? And I'm like, what? And he goes, come here. I go up, and there's a bunch of, like, sheetrock rubble covering the fuck, like a giant mound of sheetrock blocking the fucking door. Okay. Like, all of the sheetrock fell off the walls kind of thing. Sure. And so, just- now all we, so now it's just the laugh stripping on the walls and all of the rock has now crumbled into a pile of debris in front of the door but it's so big we can't get to the we can't climb over it to get to the door sure we didn't hear anything fall nothing like that it just come back 15 minutes later and now there's a giant pile of rubble in the way (laughs) and we're like are you fuck this so we go we try to it's we're now scrambling out we're like fuck it we're get let's get out of here this is too weird and then we got out and we fucking left. Yeah. The place was fucking creepy as shit. But we huh. never, other than that, we never saw silhouettes or anything there. No silhouettes. But the fucking stairs thing really freaked me the fuck yeah. out. Yeah. 
go over there. We walk up to the door together. We try the door, open the door, and then 15 minutes later, come back, and the fucking door is completely just blocked. Right. Uh, yeah, dude, I don't know. I'd like to think uh, that I believe in this stuff, <laughs> but it's just never happened to me, so I don't... Right. In my gotta, mind, everything's explainable. I want to take. I'd like to take you to Ohio and go to Mansfield Prison. That'd be sick. That'd be dope as shit. Yeah, that'd be sick. Uh, I mean, I'd love to like, and that's the other thing. Like, I've never like put myself in the position to experience right. these types of things. I've never been to anything like that. But I would totally. Well, my wife, on the other right. hand, uh-uh. <laughs> we won't uh, tell her. She won't. She won't even watch like scary movies with me. But um, yeah, my favorite thing that happened at the fucking Mansfield Prison, where like you can walk among the actual like cells, mm-hmm. and like most of them are closed, like the cages, like the doors are closed and locked, so you can't yeah. go in them. And then all of a sudden, there's this one, just randomly that's open, and <clears throat> um, I don't think anything of it. I walk right in, and I'm like looking around the cell, and this like chill came over me like yeah. i could almost like it got so cold i could almost see my breath kind of thing oh like and i'm just like Ooh, no no something's not right yeah and i hear my dad kind of scoff like <laughs> and I'm, i turn and look and he's looking at me looks at the side of the cage or like the cell door and then i realize there's like a piece of paper like zip tied to the fucking like in a plastic thing zip tied to the door sure and I, and he's like he looks at me he like <laughs> and fucking walks away I'm like, uh, i bolt out of the fucking granted it's only like a, like a four foot by eight foot cell so i'm like uh so i but i you know jump out of this fucking cell yeah and i turn and look and apparently, in like 1915 or 1980, some early, early 1900s, yeah. the man who occupied this cell collected like gasoline or something like that and set himself on fire and died in that cell. How do you collect fire in prison or gas? I don't fucking know. <laughs> oh my God. It was like bacon grease or something. I don't know. Right, right, right. It was something weird like that where he set himself on fire in the cell, and I'm like, no. yeah, I, yeah. Like, I fucking ran. I was like, no, and my dad's just, my dad's just fucking laughing his ass oh, yeah, off. Of course, it was so fucking funny. Oh man, <clears throat> spooky shit, but, man. Yeah, we've had some weird. I wonder if I can fucking. What are you guys doing tonight? Uh, playing Rocket League with my really good buddy. Oh, there you go. I yeah, you can do... Yeah. Uh, I probably won't be on until like, later, but... No, you're good. Just let me know. Uh, you can do a Mansfield Prison overnight stay. Oh, that'd be sick. That'd be fucking dope. Yeah. Well, because be you, can, you, can, you can go to parts of the prison that are blocked off from the regular day tour. Oh, sure. And so me, it was me, my dad, my mom, my brother Andrew, and then my wife. We're, we were the group that went. Okay. So there's nobody, like, and we did a walk, your, a, a do-it-yourself tour, so we weren't with a big group. We could kind of go at our own pace and see what we wanted to see. Mm-hmm. So we were able to send more times in one, some spots than others or whatever. So we're standing there, and we're looking. There's this door that's, like, open, <clears throat> and it was, like, a workroom 
where the inmates did work and stuff. They like okay. built toilets or something. Oh, and we're like me and my dad are like looking and this tour got like one of the like people from the, that work there for the tour or whatever what she walks up and she goes you want to go in there and i'm like <laughs> i'm like excuse um, me sure <laughs> and she goes yeah do you want to you know go check that room out i was like oh fuck yeah <laughs> so she she untethers the fucking velvet rope and walks us back into the room and like she's like looking around like she's like I'm not supposed to do this. One does it, walks us in there, relaxes, <laughs> and we walk in there. She goes, "Yeah, a lot of." She's like, "When we do our overnight tours, like the overnight stuff, like this is one of the rooms that has the most activity." Damn. And I'm like, "Are you fucking serious?" That's and she cool. starts telling us about the room and how like a bunch of guys stabbed each other in this room, like. Like, they would be in there working with, like, screwdrivers and pliers sure, and shit. Sure, sure. And then sure. one guy would just happen to be in there, and he'd fucking go over and just start yeah, this fucking, fucking jacking yeah. this guy in the, oh, in the fucking side with a screwdriver. She's like, it happened all the time. Wow. And she said it so nonchalant. Oh, yeah. Damn. Well, boys, what do you think? Uh, I'm trying to look at this this fucking story of the guy who set himself on fire to try and figure out how he did it. What is going on? I don't want this. Go away. Windows update. Fuck off. And sets himself on fire. Uh, Jared, if you're talking, you're muted. Yeah, I was going to say, I can't hear There you go. You guys seen the uh, grudge, correct? Grudge? I have the grudge. Not. Negative. Man. <laughs> well, there's this part in this movie of the grudge that um, the bathtub is filled all the way to the brim of black water. Yes, yes, yeah. It's a classic whatever that you constantly see like pictures and shit of. Okay, so, I, I'm, I'm familiar with that. Area, I don't so, know. so at the Jackson house, me and mom woke up to go use the restroom one day. Well, one one night, and I heard her get up, and then I heard her kind of like yipe or whatever, like she was scared or something. So I get up, go in the bathroom. Mind you, at the time we didn't have a shower; we had nothing but a bathtub. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Wiping my eyes, so I'm waking up, go like this and look at the fucking bath, the bathtub. The bathtub is filled all the way to the brim of black water. This is the Jackson house again? Yes. Dude, I'm so oh, glad you just got out of there. Oh, shit. So, I was like, well, screw it. So, I put my arm in there, <laughs> unclog it, and I've got chunks and chunks of fucking hair. The dead oh, yeah. belong to us. Ick. Dude. That's gross. <laughs> That's nasty. Ugh. You know what? You want to hear a fun fact, Keith? Yeah. Christian lives there now. Who? Christian. Christian. Sean's friend. Lives in that house? Yeah, he refuses for me to uh, go back. <laughs> I would do. He says he's scared to bring it back. Why does he live there? How does he live there? 
well, the lady, well, he's living with his friend. And his, well, the, the girl that we knew moved yeah. out and sold the house. And then the, his Christian's friend's mom bought the house for them. And now they live there. Uh, fuck that. And Sean had to open up his mouth and tell Christian everything. About some of the shit that's happened. Everything? Everything that I've told Sean. And now I'm not ever allowed back in this house. I can't imagine why. kind of funny. (laughs) Oh, Jared, Jared, real real quick before we go. Tell Joe about the story. Uh, You, Adriana, and a couple other friends. Oh, yes. I was waiting for you to ask me this. Bro. I fucking love this story so much. Uh, uh, little, little background so, real quick before the story. Jared's mom's Mexican and is very meticulous about cleaning and making sure everything's out of the house. Everything. I mean, everything. everything. Okay. So, that being said, house is completely empty. Jared and his friends go in the house and go. So... Me and her, well, me and my god sister, and then my god sister's friend, we are all looking in the house, making sure we we got everything, making sure. So looking, going through drawers and everything, and then I open up one of these cabinets and I find a candle. Oh, oh, look, there's a candle. And then my god sister opens up a drawer and finds some matches. Two different. Oh, drawers. two different drawers. Two different drawers. Okay. Two different rooms. Okay. Yes. One was in the kitchen and one was in our dining room. Okay. Two different rooms. They are far apart from each other, big time. So we left the table behind. So we're like, yeah, we don't need that table anymore. We'll, we got a new one anyhow. So, like, fuck it. Let's talk to whatever's here. So we put the candle down on the table and then we light the candle and we sit around trying to talk to it, get questions here and there and getting nothing. And then my god sister's like, give us a sign, give us a noise if you're here. And then we hear a, a clap. Mm-hmm. Well, how Keith was saying, how my stairs had that U-turn, yeah. well, on that landing, it was there. We can hear it, it echo through the whole entire house. So we're like, all right. So they didn't want to talk. So it clapped. So my god sister's like, clap once if you like me. Clap twice if you don't. We hear a, she, she gets one clap. Okay. So it goes That's to good. her friend, asks the same question. She gets one clap. So, okay, it's my turn. Oh, God. It's like, clap once if you like me and clap twice if you don't. It claps 35 times. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was like it lying. Just starts, like it start, like it was just like. It just continuously clapped. Yeah. It was just so we all, we all, we all leave the circle of like ah. holding our hands, and we took off. I said we we need to go back in there and close what we had to finish. What we had to, yeah, we had to close. Yeah. It refused us to leave. What? It wasn't allowing us to leave. We practically begged whatever was in that house for us to leave. Wow. I just, I just love the clap once if you like me. Yeah. Clap twice if you don't. 
Jared. Joe, check your phone. I just sent you a picture. But, um... Oh, shit. I'm on, like, airplane mode or something. So, my mom, she made sure the window seals and the doorways were all salted to keep whatever was in this house to stay the there. House, instead of following So, them. when I went back inside the house, I... He opened it. I pushed the salts away and opened it up. I so, it's... It's attached to me. Did you get the picture? Uh, sorry, I got distracted. Uh, I got. No, something. you're good. Yeah, I got something here. I know it's attached to me because I. Oh, cool! Dude. I hear shit. I hear shit yeah, going so on here in my I just, house. I just sent Joe the picture because I ended up taking a picture of the sign. Mm-hmm. I just remembered that as I'm looking for it online. Creepy. I remembered I took a picture of it, so I scroll back and. Here's what the plaque says on the door of the guy who said him. Ohio State Reformatory inmate James Lockhart. Lockhart Lockhart was serving a single 15-year sent one to 15 years for assault with intent to kill. On February 6, 1960, he took his own life by setting himself on fire in this cell with lighter fluid and a match. He was 22 at the time of his death. Damn, dude, he was young. And I walked in that cell, crazy. not knowing that, not realizing, because if you look at it, it's dark. I didn't realize oh, that. Yeah. Like, so I yeah. walked past that sign and then into the cell and was like, ooh. That's my awesome. dad started laughing and fucking walked away. That's awesome. Oh, man. Well, guys. Well, this has been a fucking interesting episode. Yeah. Dude. Just in time for a full moon. Oh, shit. Halloween full moon? Yeah, I ain't going um, out tonight. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't think so. Joe, do you have uh, uh, Dead by Daylight's not crossplay? It sure is, though. No, I don't know what Dead by Daylight is. Is it? It sure is. Joe, you should get Dead by Daylight. What is it? It's, it's free on the Game Pass. I don't think I is it? Yes. Yeah, but if you do a trial of the Game Pass. No, I could get it then. What is it? Uh, so basically, uh, Dead by Daylight is, um, let's end the episode and then I'll tell you after we end the episode. All right. Sounds good. Wow. Fucking happy. Hi- happy Halloween, guys. And yeah. Happy, happy Halloween. Halloween. Uh, stay spooky. And, yeah, stay, 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 stay spooky. Uh, until next time. Later. Uh, later. Bye. Bye.